Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. We are going to be catching up with the Liberal candidate for Shepparton, Cheryl Hammer, because unless you've been under a rock, you would know that it is election week this week and we've been getting around to the various candidates in the various seats. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning, Terry. How's the campaign going? It's going really, really well. Um, Flying now. It feels like we've been on the campaign trail for months Uh, But now here we are in the last week, almost to the eve of the election. It's really exciting, but very anxious time. Some welcome news for you, I'm sure, in the news this morning about a bump in the coalition or particularly in relation to opposition leader Matt Guy's popularity. Very buoyed by that. Um, Look, I'm living in a bit of a bubble at the moment. My whole attention is on uh, the Shepparton District uh, electorate. Um, We've been pre-polling down at High Street in Shepparton and uh, over in Marupna. Um, So, yes, I often catch up with these things a little later. But, uh, yeah, hearing that news this morning, I talk to candidates all the time, uh, our Liberal candidates um, in Melbourne, and they're really buoyed uh, by the positive... Uh, feedback and reaction that they're getting on pre-poll. So I shouldn't be so surprised because we have been feeling this way for about a week. Okay. Um, many people would know you. You've been working in the community for many, many years and you also stood at the previous state election. But uh, tell listeners a little bit about yourself, background in business and farming. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Um, I, I have been here for a long, long time, my whole education. Um, I've started uh, small businesses here. Uh, I'm a journalist by trade, actually started my cadetship and was trained here uh, locally before I went off to Melbourne and overseas to work. Um, I'm a farmer. I'm the only farmer in the the candidate pool this time around. Uh, I've had my own lavender farm, but I was introduced to farming uh, through my partner of 30 years. He's a 100-year-old farming family out at Cosgrove and Dookie. I'm glad he's not a 100-year-old. Yeah, no, he's not. No, the family (laughs) is and uh, very well known, the Sutherlands out there and um, yeah, we brought up our three boys uh, on our farm proper and uh, also the lavender farm out there. So, yeah, small business definitely is a is a big uh, focus for me because of my background. I cut my teeth on small business in my father's bakery, the first ever hot bread bin that was uh, opened here in High Street, actually, in Shepparton. And a bakery um, is a good place to cut your teeth. <laughs> it is. It is slicing bread uh, and packaging bread and... Um, yeah, Dad had a, a very large multicultural uh, community with the types of bread that he baked. And uh, yeah, I was able to uh, really, as I said, cut my teeth on small business, but also community uh, by meeting the people back then, 13 years old, actually. And being the former CEO of the Greater Shepparton Foundation, obviously you've been involved in that kind of community work. You obviously are drawn to that sort of work. One, yeah, one, look, one of my most uh, proudest times, I think, working in the community for almost 10 years as a CEO of both Community Fund Goulburn Valley, and then we transitioned into Greater Shepparton Foundation. It's been wonderful to be uh, involved in that line of work. Coming out of marketing and communications, and I was working out at Emerald Bank at the time, still running my lavender farm, uh, gift shop and tea house and accommodation. 
um, and was offered the opportunity to go into that CEO role, as I said, nearly a decade ago now. I really feel now with the uh, the role that I've taken on now as a candidate uh, standing for election is a bit of an extension of what I've been doing in the community for the last 10 years, and that's what excites me. Let's talk about some of these funding commitments that you've been putting forward. Uh, $20 million for Shepparton Stadium redevelopment. I think this is probably the Shepparton Stadium redevelopment, one of those um, projects that I think most of the candidates are behind. Most definitely. It's something that's been called for for a long, long time. We actually made the same commitment in 2018. Uh, sport and sporting facilities, local sports clubs are a big focus for me. So I was able to advocate really strongly in 2018. And here we are four years later um, having to make the same commitment because uh, unfortunately the Labor government over the last four or even eight years have just not been interested in that project. Uh, they, we are looking for federal government money at the moment state government now we have committed to that and local government obviously it's one of their major priority projects so yeah fabulous that we can commit to that more controversially is your commitment to work towards a second high school yeah, you can call that controversial. I don't see it as controversial. I never agreed uh, in any of my roles in the community as a mother, um, as a community person, also uh, in my role in philanthropy, working uh, in education. Uh, I never agreed with the closing of four secondary uh, schools, public secondary schools to build one. I don't agree with that model for our um, for our region. It's not fit for purpose for us here. Uh, generally for the size of the community, but also the type of education. Uh, it's definitely not a smear campaign on the Greater Shepparton Secondary College that we have now. It's the only school we have and it really has to work for our young people that are going to that school. Uh, we need to hold the government to account, make sure it's uh, well resourced and that it is the world-class education that we were promised. Uh, but it's not for everybody and that's the point. Uh, we will offer a second secondary uh, school, public secondary school and uh, reintroduce choice back into the education space. Okay, we've got quite a few more commitments to get through just quickly. One of particular interest to me, living where I do, is the Kyla West GV Highway underpass. Yeah, look... Uh Obviously, the GV bypass uh, feeds into this as well. People just say, why don't you build the bypass instead? Uh, we have committed to that as well, and you may bring that up as well. But, yeah, it's fantastic that we might be able to get or will be able to get that started if we're elected on Saturday. Um, but the highway underpass is um, absolutely crucial out there for that uh, small school and their community. Uh, unfortunately, we had to wait for a fairly serious accident for uh, somebody or, you know, something to happen. We have been calling again. It was something that we really wanted to see the government uh, support back in 2018. Uh, but being able to make that firm commitment that we will build that underpass for that community, make the, make the journey to school much safer for both the children and their families, really important. So $100 million for a new cancer centre and clinical health school, $36 million for drug rehab facility. Like everyone really, health, health is a big focus. Health is huge. We, we, we're unabashedly uh, talking about health all the time and what we call the health crisis here in Victoria. Um, our health system was deteriorating before the pandemic, but obviously over the last four years, it's been put under huge strain. 
uh, everybody knows and has been affected at some stage by not being able to get potentially a hospital bed, their surgery's been cancelled uh, horrifically, not being able to get an ambulance uh, and and just not being able to see a GP, you know, when we want to in our, in our region. Uh, we will uh, not build a, a particular very large railway line in Melbourne, the Box Hill to Cheltenham uh, railway line. We will shelve that. Uh, to put all the funds and billions of dollars back into our health system across Victoria, which will include regional centres. And you've mentioned a couple of our commitments there. I was talking to the Liberal candidate for Brad Hearn yesterday and I did put this question to him, so better put it to you as well. There was quite a bit of news over the weekend of some controversial Liberal candidates um, um, sort of being aligned with ultra-conservative churches um, and one in particular disrespecting Aboriginal people and railing against climate change and abortion. How do you feel about being in the same party as some of these candidates? Oh, look, Terry, you know, I'm a local candidate talking to local people about local issues. I'm so focused on winning this seat this time. Uh, That has been going on in the news. Uh, I'm talking to, as I said, local people on our pre-poll about local issues. Um, People can ask questions about my points of view and about where I stand on those issues. But, you know, there's a difference between commentary on those things and sticking to the facts. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to stick to talking to local issues uh, right now. And, um, yeah, as I said, people can ask me about those those particular issues or those particular items uh, myself, and I'm happy to answer about my own personal opinions but right now I'm so focused on the local uh, landscape uh, yeah that's that that's that's sort of where I sit with that so we mentioned earlier that you I think we did mention earlier that you're standing for the second time you weren't successful last time what's different this time do you think yeah, uh, I didn't see it that I wasn't successful last time. I really I should say you weren't wanted, elected. Yeah, last yeah time. I didn't win. That's right. Uh, I was so buoyed and and yeah, just overwhelmed really with the support. I was um, the yeah best performing Liberal in the state, zero to twenty seven percent. We yeah, it was a very small margin that we lost by last time. I actually didn't really think it would be me this time around, to be honest. Uh, but after the last four years uh, under Daniel Andrews with the pandemic, I was motivated to participate again. It's okay to uh, comment. It's okay to uh, grumble about our situation. I really felt strongly the last 12 months particularly that maybe I could do something uh, winning this seat uh, off um, or away from the Labor government would be absolutely the goal. And uh, that's, yeah, that's why I've put my hand up again, buoyed by the um, result that I had in 2018. Well, all will be revealed, well, hopefully all will be revealed on Saturday night, unless it's extremely close and account, I guess, may continue um, into next week. But um, hopefully we'll get some indication on uh, Saturday night election night. We're actually doing an election night special here, so uh, hopefully we might be able to talk to you sometime during the night on Saturday night, Cheryl. Sounds great, Terry. Thank you very much for your time today. Cheryl Hammer is the Liberal candidate for Shepparton. Have a great day, Cheryl. Thank you. You too, Terry. 
this station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the Code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher, they're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of second-hand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super second-hand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299413. of 1FM. A mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River fever, Barmer Forest virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. one 800 599 one FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message, re-tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000 I'll repeat that 0428 235000 7 out of 10 cars stolen today will be stolen using their own keys make sure you leave your keys out of sight behind a locked door and visit www.howsafeismyplace.com.au to find out more simple things you can do to protect your home and family it's a free service from Neighbourhood Watch in partnership with RACV. HowSafeIsMyPlace.com.au You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.